Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. Oh my gosh, welcome. Oh my gosh. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Portsy crew, welcome to the podcast in the most strangest of days, yes. the strangest of times. Oh my god, they might use this episode as a textbook, you know, like for <laughs> learning to be like, this is what happened to people during the days of coronavirus. <laughs> Do you know what? I did see a brilliant, I mean, we've just been laughing about all the memes, all of the funny little clips, yeah, the little videos, the pictures that everyone's sending around, which are, are very needed, we yes. feel at the moment. Um, but there was a brilliant one that said, please, during these difficult times, whatever you do, please don't start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky for you, we've been doing it for quite some time. <laughs> but it was all these people stuck at home going, I'm going to do that podcast. I'm going to start my podcast. I, I've got a podcast in me. <laughs> You'd be amazed how hard oh it is. Oh, my gosh. Portsu crew, first of all, we just want to say and send a huge amount of love to you. Whatever's going on for you, yeah. whatever's happening, whether you are self-isolating... Working in healthcare... Oh, my gosh. fighting the fire. If you are on the front line yes. in that way, you... I mean, it's huge amounts of love, huge amounts of respect. I mean, it's just... It's, it's mind-blowing, actually, yes. how incredible the work that you're doing is. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but, yeah, if you're at home... If, you do, if you're just working from home or if you're on a bit of a lockdown or you're just not going out and about, whatever it is, hi, hi come babes. on in, come on in because I don't know about you, but I could really do with talking nonsense yes, and being a bit silly and, being and having a laugh. Well, we've been in Thailand. Yes, of course. And it's been really funny because we've almost been in this bubble away from it. And then people have been saying, oh, stay there, stay there. And I'd be like, ah, no, we're going to come back. Things and then, were very different last week. Well, it started to get really tense before we left. Right. And then there was lots of talk about borders closing. Yeah. We were like, oh, we need to get back. And like, airlines were saying, you can move your flight if you want. You can change it. So we got back. And now, I mean, Dutch and I have been together for what feels like a long time now. <laughs> yes, well... <laughs> 
not the same at all. But China, um, obviously, they've been self-isolating. I can't wait to see this link. Sure. 88 couples, and this is at the time of recording, 88 couples have filed for divorce because they've been stuck indoors for 14 days and they've gone, In, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't bear you. <laughs> I can't stay married to you. I'm not saying this is at all the same, <laughs> but it is, you are really flung together. You really, it's a big test. It is a big test. And also, if you can hear that we're echoing, it's because Dutch and I have had to move our dining table into the front room because that's our now working area. Oh my area. God, we're going to have to take a picture of this <laughs> setup because it's somewhere between um, expensive therapist waiting room yeah. and also, I haven't got any furniture. <laughs> <laughs> I put a rug down. It's really, you've done so well. And we're this in the kitchen. Lamp thing. <laughs> to show you a picture of it we'll put it somewhere a picture of how we're recording because it's very funny <laughs> but yeah the co-working thing so I mentioned this to Jules when I was on the way over that I saw something online that somebody said if you are both working from home and that's unusual you don't normally do that make an imaginary co-worker yes, and I've blame blame things on them so oh god grace has left all these dirty cups yeah who keeps leaving the fridge open oh it must be grace all this kind of stuff but john's john's biggest problem about working from home is that i keep talking to him all the time because i don't see john at work i see john sat at the table at home just waiting to answer my random thoughts and inquiries he's like i'm at work I'm at work. And I was like, oh, but normally I'd just call you. And he's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we've set up a system where if he's sat on the sofa, it's okay to ask him anything. But if he's sat at the table, he's at work. Oh, that's good. He's got a commute there. We don't really have our system yet. No. Well, um, you've only just got back. But the thing is, like, I said to Dutch, I was like, I'd just like to highlight that you're working from my office Yes, now. good. Like, let's just highlight oh, this. You should uh, charge for rental space. You know, it has been. You could rent a desk. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Thailand was oh, very... Oh, look, let's talk about Thailand. I mean, we had a beautiful, much-needed holiday. R&R. Um, yeah, deep R&R. But we stayed in a multiple hotel, so we were on the move. On yeah. the move. Now, Sarah, I actually need to publicly apologise to you because oh. back in the day when you were talking about holidays and you go feral, I did often think, what the hell? How yeah. does she live? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. actually, this holiday... You were very polished on holiday. Sarah, I went so <gasps> feral. Did you actually? I went so feral. And I replayed. <laughs> I remember you said that John once said to you on holiday, oh, makeup. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I actually kept replaying John saying, oh, oh. makeup today. <laughs> Um, if you missed this part, this was very early on, yes. very early on in our discussions. So when I go on holiday, yeah, I go full feral. And I mean, this is, you know, I've been swimming, so I don't need a shower, you know, teeth well, brushing, fine. But other than that, yeah, not much, not much else going on. Okay. I mean, I was shampooing every day. Oh, right. I, what oh, I, mean, weird. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't face mask. I didn't shave my beard. Dutch deemed it deeply unsafe after past <laughs> holiday beard fiascos. Who can forget George Michael in South Africa? <laughs> Still one of my favourite moments. You were in that chair. You went down, Jules, and up came George Michael. <laughs> yes, best leave well Wait, alone. He, said, he was like, 
we don't need another holiday ruining with a beard trim. <laughs> with a spontaneous beard trim while the we're away. The beard trim from hell. So then we also, like, I mean, we're spending a lot of time in the hotels. Port Salucru, I was pretty much up to my eyeballs by the time I left. And I was like, I actually want a holiday where I don't explore. I backpacked around Thailand before. I just wanted to lie on the sun lounger and relax mm. and read books and listen to podcasts and talk to Dutch and have afternoon cocktails with dirt and just spend loads of quality time together. Gorgeous. But what really did get me going and giggling was always hotel breakfast. And that, because sometimes we, Dutch and I don't stay necessarily in loads of hotels. We might stay in like lodges or anything self-catering or we don't always go in that hotel experience. Mm. Apart from this holiday was all hotel experience. It was all breakfast buffet. Dreamy. Breakfast buffets. My first one and first highlight was in our, this hotel, it was so beautiful, really chic. You go down the breakfast buffet and it would start with foods of the Orient, which I, <laughs> things like chicken sausage, which yeah. I avoided. Yeah, yeah. There's I always, decided that was always somebody having a curry on a banana leaf, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> then there was the toaster. Now, hotel toasters, people get themselves in a right mess with. Yeah. This was set perfectly oh good it was absolutely perfect. how many times you've been at a hotel you've popped it in it's, like the it's come down well it's either come down anemic like yeah. just warm bread so you think oh i'll pop it up in again and then yeah or it's fire come alarm. back down yeah. a crouton that's it <laughs> yeah. you put it open you get a crouton back that's it so then moved around all gorgeous all the french patisseries the juices lovely lovely and then there was the egg hatch. Now, the egg hatch was this tiny hatch in the wall and it said on the sign, egg station. Well, I got very excited about this. You know how, like a poach. Yeah. <laughs> but all you could hear from the hatch was this little voice going, what you want? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know. <laughs> and I didn't know. So by, by, the, by the egg hatch, there's lots of very, very middle-class British people and Americans being like, oh, just a poach, please. <laughs> Eggs Benedict, please. What? What do you want? <laughs> and so, and so like, just, just Eggs Benedict, please. And someone would say, omelette, omelette. But you couldn't see you couldn't her. See her. <laughs> you could just hear the voice. So then there was the omelette, obviously, you could request the filling. Oh, so it's gosh. ham, onion, mushroom, cheese, and <laughs> red pepper. <laughs> <laughs> and this woman, someone was like... This woman said, I'll have an omelette, please. What? <laughs> I'll have an omelette. With what? <laughs> she was like, oh, with um, ham, cheese. What? <laughs> eventually the woman just went, all of it. I'll have it all. <laughs> and I got, to the, <laughs> I got to the egg station thinking, what the hell am I going to find in this hatch? <laughs> the woman... Must have been no, oh, gosh, no taller than Kylie Minogue. <laughs> she looked so sweaty. She had her hair up. And she was back-to-back souffles, eggs, omelettes. Oh she gosh. was with the frying pan. Just her on her own. Her on her, her on her own. And she looked like she'd done that job for 20 years. <laughs> I was going to say, she's been rooted in. Nobody wants the egg station. Yeah. Nobody wants it. She knew what she was doing on the yeah. egg station. <laughs> And I made myself... What she can't do with an egg! <laughs> I made myself clear as a whistle. Oh my God, I bet you were... You were, would be like the nightmare. <laughs> the nightmare! No, I was like, scrambled egg, scrambled egg, mushroom, mushroom! <laughs> and cheese, cheese! And I was like, done! She was like, done! I got on very well. Oh my I God. I Gloria. 
you saw eye to eye. <laughs> but then obviously I go well, back didn't. to the table, sit down, and I'm like, you're going to die for the egg hatch. <laughs> <laughs> Up he gets. And Dutch is looking at me across the breakfast, crying with laughter. <laughs> well, then. Yeah. So Dutch and I, actually, I am not, you know, I'm not really a chatter around the pool. Oh, no. God, well, neither am I. On the Thursday, they did management drinks. Oh, so, oh yes. So there was lots oh, of... management drinks. Oh, that's a completely different kettle of fish. So, oh, I've spoken to lots of people about lots of things at management drinks. Susan, two beds down, and got a special caftan for management drinks. Oh, of course. So anyway, Sometimes they have a theme, don't they? Well, this was just lots of white wine. Yeah. You've seen firsthand what I'm like after lots of white wine. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, I'll tell you the best facial in London. Oh, <laughs> when are you go shopping sandwiches? Oh, it must be aisle six. <laughs> gossiping, gossiping, gossiping. Anyway, I made friends with this German couple. Fun. Wow. Germans around nudity. I'm just going to say they are very forward. And <laughs> the next day, after we'd had management drinks, yes. this lady knelt down to me by the pool. I was having my Mai Tai at 4pm. <laughs> Don't sh- lie, it was 11.30. <laughs> she must have shown me her whole breakfast. She then <laughs> and she was showing me all her holiday pictures, not realising that she was full frontal crotch out. Oh my God. So <laughs> I said she- to Dutch, she's lucky I do what I do. She had a sarong on, something covering her. She had like, a, yeah, a little sarong. But nothing underneath. No. Oh my God, <laughs> what a thing. What a moment. I know, I swear <laughs> it yelled, why you want? <laughs> <laughs> that winking at you behind the iPhone. Oh and, my and she's God. showing me her boat tour. I was like, I'm not bloody. I've seen I've got, this. <laughs> I've got no interest in this boat tour anymore, madam. <laughs> I've seen everything I need to see. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. It was hilarious. That's hilarious. Then we did go on a boat tour the next day and met a lovely man called Ken. Oh. <laughs> I met four Kens on this trip. No. It's a very popular name in Thailand. It does, do you know, I think I met, I've met Kens from <laughs> Thailand. <laughs> oh God, that's very, very funny. Could you wear it? Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Will we do a bit of correspondence? Oh gosh, now, we've had a letter, but also we've had an absolutely 
phenomenal postcard. Which you won't let me see. No, Jules hasn't seen this postcard. So um, it is, oh, it's from Australia. Oh, that's beautiful. That's, I mean, look, that's a lot of stamps. It is a lot of Isn't stamps. That, they were nervous about their transport, <laughs> weren't they? <laughs> a lot of platypus stamps. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give it to you and you can reveal it now. <laughs> Terrific. It's some sort of artist's impression. It's very, very 70s. Is it from a film? I think it must be a reference to something, but I don't know what. So it's a 70s, it's all red, and it's got that sort of uh, night Rider car in the middle. And yeah. then there's a woman and a man. And both of them are looking over their shoulder as if they're looking into a fire. Yes, that's there's it. There's that burning glow about their and skin. And there's somebody in the middle there, isn't Satan, there? Satan, I would presume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought he looked quite like a kung fu fighter, perhaps, there. He's very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> and what's wonderful is whoever sent it has labelled us as the... I just think it's phenomenal. It's, it's one of the best yeah. Bits of correspondence we've ever It really received. is. It's, it's absolutely Whether, and I haven't read what you've written, whether you've sent this on purpose or a, in joke, yes. I appreciate both angles. Either or. Either yeah. or. Dear Jules and Sarah, wishing you a happy birthday, Sarah. God, she oh, put five stamps on this. She'd think I got it quicker than that. <laughs> what are we now? <laughs> the 18th of March. She's ended by boat, babe. <laughs> and happy Valentine's to you both. I can't tell you how much joy your podcast brings. I'll listen on my way to work and lol all the way instead of worrying about the day, what the day will bring. Postcard, Jules and Sarah with Tom Selleck. What? Tom Selleck. Is he? Life of Love Kate. Like I said, it is an artist's impression. Just a minute. Oh, I see. I didn't know who Tom Selleck was. <laughs> right. It is an artist's impression. Yes, of Tom Selleck. But I, I actually think that's one of the best things, one of the best things we've ever seen. God, it's good. It's so Wouldn't good, mind, isn't it? Um, a follow-up into the Portsaloo Crew closed Facebook group, if you can, Kate. Uh, to yeah. give us a bit more background. A bit more information. Where you found this yeah. impeccable piece of artwork. Yeah, sure. That, that we're not seeing enough of, Because it is. And I didn't realise as well that there it is... It also a... looks like it's come out of a book. Yes, it does. It does. I know what you mean. And I like the border on the other side of roses, where she's written. Do you see that? The pink border of roses. No, I thought she'd hand-stenciled them. No, of no. Of course, that's no. been printed on the card. <laughs> oh, No. Additional information. She got 30 postcards in this book by ah. Franco Acornero. You can just call me Miss Marple. I'll get to the bottom of this. Kate, don't worry about writing in. I'll solve it myself. He's like a bloodhound. <laughs> it's come from New South Wales. Oh my gosh. And then we've had this charming little card. First class stamp. Mm, God class. And it is, oh, it's a lovely little postcard of a cactus. Oh, that's finished. Oh, that's nice. I've actually had that picture as a wallpaper on my phone. Have you actually? Yeah. Good heavens. Somebody's been stalking me. (laughs) (laughs) How nice to put a postcard in an envelope. Dearest Jules and Sarah, I hope you are both sparkling. That's good. This is just a quick note to say thank you for all you do. After years of laughter and happiness listening to the podcast, I now have two lovely ladies that I am pen pals with and another gorgeous friend in Alex who I met at the Granny Supper Club. Isn't that gorgeous? Thank you for creating such a gorgeous community and never stop being yo. 
Sending lots of light and love, Emily. Emily from Essex. Now, Emily from Essex was gorgeous. I mean, everyone was gorgeous at Granny Supper Club. What a lovely little follow-up. What an absolute... And both sparkling. What a lovely thing to say. I like to think that she put the postcard in the envelope for confidentiality reasons. Yes, absolutely. But also to give more space. Yes, I see To give that. more space on that. Well, I mean, heaven. Absolutely. I love that you're all meeting and writing to each other. I thought she was going to say, after years of laughter and happiness, I'm done and I'm leaving and, and I've listened to all I need to hear. <laughs> I'm checking out of the Port It's been years and years and it's time for me to step away. <laughs> I've got a life now. I'm bowing out. So thank you. I'm, just gonna... I'm off, but thanks for all the laughs. <laughs> all the best. Yes. Oh my gosh, look. How are Ken and Sheila? Are they keeping well? Are they Ken safe and, and well? Ken and Sheila are, they're good. Ken's just ordered a new camera lens with Great. extra zoom for his bird watching. <laughs> what, because he needs to do it from inside? <laughs> well, he wants to photograph the birds while he's bird watching. So now oh, they're, they're so inside. That's so sweet. He can go in the garden, surely. Well, do you remember me telling you about Sheila buying alpaca wool for, <laughs> for in the bird feeder? It came with alpaca wool. Yes. Well, no. They're wearing of, it now. <laughs> none of the birds had been taking it at all. Uh... And then yesterday, because I was at home yesterday, Ken yelled out, there's a tit on the wall. <laughs> and we all ran to the window. And there was this great tit flying off in the alpaca wall. She was like, about time. I imagine that looks dreadful after some heavy weather. It has. It looked yeah, wet. It did yeah. look damp. Maybe that's what's put them off. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Oh, but, this alpaca wall's all wet. Well, actually, um, this... I wanted to actually introduce Santa Christine properly to the podcast. Now, is this Santa Christine with the paint? Or was that Frida? That's Auntie Frida. That's Frida. Auntie Christine is Ken's eldest sister. Auntie Christine has had all sorts of jobs. Sure. Auntie Christine, back in the day, used to be one of the women that connected phone calls oh, with the wires brilliant. into the holes. Yes. And she used to listen in yeah. to loads of smutty conversations. <laughs> she also was a cage dancer in the six, like, 60s, oh 70s. She's lived. Like, she lived in Jamaica, like, ran off, got a one-way flight to Jamaica. Auntie Christine is wild. <laughs> I love Auntie Christine. <laughs> So anyway, we FaceTimed the other day just to have a catch up. And Auntie Christine is 71. Auntie Christine, I'm just going to like literally paint the picture. Auntie Christine still shops in Topshop. Got it. Still wears crop tops and wide leg trousers. Yeah. Like she is cool as. Yeah. Auntie Christine is livid at the thought of having to go <laughs> yeah. into quarantine yeah. because of being in her 70s. Being 71 is a bit much. absolutely gutted. <laughs> I said to her on the phone the other day, I was like, how are you dealing with this? She was like... I've decided I'm getting Botox and I'm dyeing my hair. <laughs> She's not doing it herself, is she? I was like, what? She was like, I'm not staying at home. I'm not no, doing it. I don't know a single person in their 70s who has vowed to stay at home. Well, they're, then, all, they're all refusing. Then she's come through on the WhatsApp group and she's like, oh, I'm taking full advantage of this early shopping. I was like, <laughs> you are in both ways, Christine. <laughs> Christine, pretty much having a cake and eating it out and about, but taking full advantage. I was like, yesterday you were going under the needle to avoid such quarantine. And today you're there with the larks. None of them are staying in at all. None of them. They're all, I mean, they were all in, in Sainsbury's this morning. What time were you there? Were you in yeah, the, no, 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 no. the wrong shop? And they let you in. Coming on You're in. 17 and you come. Come on. 
I've got some anti-wrinkle cream for you if you need any. <laughs> yeah, dressing up. Dressing up as somebody <laughs> in their 70s to get in on an early shot. You have got those Deirdre Barlow glasses. I have, yes, actually. I can't see a pigging thing, which I think would help with my performance. I don't need to. I'll be fine. <laughs> um, now, how oh, gosh. is June? I mean, June, the thing is about where June lives, it's sort of like self-isolation as it is yeah um but no june's been very good um june decided that the the, the most important thing to do um, when all the news was breaking avoiding uh, public places things like that was to go and get her hair straightened so she got the appointment like that um but they did say can you not be late because we're back to back because everybody's <laughs> like oh, my hair <laughs> I went to go and get my fringe cut last week. God knows where it I'd be great. now. Oh, thanks, it thanks. Really I mean, though. where I'd be now if, I'd it, do if it I hadn't you. had it done. I mean, that's very, very kind. It might come to that. Haircuts with jewels. It'll <laughs> 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 cut your hair and do you a tan. You'll be a new penny by the time you leave. <laughs> You'll look like you've been in quarantine if I cut your hair. So I went to get my fringe cut. And um, there was this lady there, a slightly older lady, who was like, oh, my hair, my hair, it just looks awful. She was getting a colour done. She was like, I just look terrible. I look terrible. And then she said, she said, oh, if I had to crawl on my hands and knees to get to this appointment, I would. I want to point out that this was last week before any of the rules no, came in. Anybody, you know, anybody was sort of told to stay at home. So she said, oh, she said, because if I'm going down, I have to have my hair done like this. She was like, if I get it, what about my hair? Like no one wants to be on the front page of the Times with roots. Oh my gosh, do you know what I mean? Nobody wants to be in bed suffering with bad roots no, on top of it we, all. We need colour wow, that's Absolutely. what we need. Absolutely. <laughs> she was so pleased to be having her hair done because potentially going into lockdown with her hair. No, 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 no. That would just not have worked for her at all. But no, June's well, so she went and got her hair done. I mean, you know, June really can pull a meal from anywhere in that house. She's got loaves in the freezer. She's got a shepherd's pie just waiting to be tarted up. I mean, she's a she's got all sorts. Do you know what I mean? She can make a meal out of anything. If we announced all 10 of us were going back there, she could feed us for, I don't know, three months. I think we'd all be fine. I really, really do. So she's at home. All's well. All's right. fine. And um, what she did say, though, that I thought might be you might be interested in, we were in the hall and, you know, obviously she has the flowers delivered. Mm. Now, Portsley crew, if you've missed this, June went, Where have you been? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> June went to the hairdressers and they had these fabulous flowers on reception. And she said, God, these are lovely. Where did you get them? She said, feel them, June. They were fake, right? So they're these wonderful displays. And the bloke comes in his van and swaps them over like every couple of weeks. He'll pop up there. She can have a look in the van and she swaps her vase. She says he's disappeared off the face of the earth. She hasn't heard from him for weeks. She's emailed, she's called, nothing. Absolutely oh, nothing. Okay. Well, I do. We all hope he's okay. But she's like, it's very unusual. Well, it's a good job June's flowers, like, they're not wilting, No, are they're they? not. But she's like, sick of looking at them. She's <laughs> been looking at Why them a long time. <laughs> I know. She's like, I didn't like this one anyway. She said, I can't get a hold of him at all. But my, so my <laughs> nan is, well, both my nans, actually. Both my nans are in their 80s. So they are indoors. Nan says she's going to start a jigsaw. She's pleased pleased as punch. Well, good luck yeah. with that. And then my other nan has got um the postman passing supplies through the window and that's oh. she's got a big she's got a great chest freezer. She'll be fine. Mum said, thing is though, Nan's got a rat. <laughs> <laughs> 
I said, a bit like your German lady. I was like... <laughs> Oh, she's had a rat. She's had a rat come after a fat ball. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we don't have fat balls. Yeah, is that right? For the rats. The rats came up. Yeah, well, the rats came after the fat ball, so Nan's had to see that off (laughs) with a broom. Well, in my head, it was Nan with a gun at her back door. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she is in Wales. Get back, rat. (laughs) But people, it is funny because you know, everybody's like checking on your elderly relatives, see if they need anything. Oh, Nan's sick of the calls. She's like, I don't need anything. Bug her off. People from round by where she lives, there, they're insisting. They're like, no, I'll come, I'll come. She's like, all right, I'll have a bag of frozen mixed veg. She's just like, I've got everything. I don't need the help. People will be shopping at your Nan's soon. Oh, honestly, the door, everyone's at the window like this. Oh my gosh. Is this the same Nan that microwaved her pension? This is just, this is Nanny Lula who microwaved her own pension. Absolutely. (laughs) The one, the same, the one and only. Absolutely. Will we do a bit of news from the North? Oh my gosh, let's. Well, this actually came via June, who texted me this this morning. Oh, really? And it's on the BBC, which at first I was like, oh, June, I need some uplifting news. But it is. Oh, great. Why Annika Rice got the urge to find her waxwork head. She should be looking for a leg. Oh, Annika Rice is best known for racing about in a jumpsuit for Channel 4's Treasure Hunt <laughs> and the BBC's say. Challenge Annika. Yes. Just side note, Portslough crew, if you haven't heard with Annika Rice's leg, you must go back and listen yeah, before that's you the continue one. this. Yeah, yeah. She later took to the radio. Um, she later took to radio presenting on BBC Radio 2 and was a contestant on last year's Strictly Come Dancing. She wasn't very good. Also last year, Rice moved into performing comedy and recorded mm. the Clemmy Hart years for Radio 4, in which she told the true story of how she created a fictional agent for herself. Oh, my God. There's a lot there to unpack. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of tempted by fictional characters. God, if the isolation goes on and on, we'll all be listening to it. (laughs) Ahead of her second stint at raising a laugh for the... um, for the station in Help, My Head's in a Wookiee Hole, she gave what BBC News an on? honest reflection of her experience of fame. How does Annika Rice speak? Is she posh? Is, uh, yeah. is she a bit posh? Well, she is now. Right, I try to think of my life in comic episodes and it's been so bizarre. <laughs> That's how the stand-up started. The real version is a little dark for mass sharing. <laughs> One of the most surreal episodes was having a Madame Tussauds waxwork made. (laughs) I hung from a rope ladder in the foyer in the 80s in a jumpsuit. The first person bemused tourists saw when they walked in. (laughs) You bemused me, Annika. (laughs) When I forged ahead with Challenge Annika, they simply changed my outfit and put a paintbrush in my hand. <laughs> I, don't, I only found out I'd been removed when Channel 4 came to interview me about the honour of being immortalised in wax. I basked in their attention until they told me I'd been melted down and my head was in a Wookiee hole. <laughs> my body had probably gone into making Kim Kardashian's bottom. <laughs> I'd have had that leg. If it had yeah. gone on auction, <laughs> yeah. I'd have had that leg. I'd have been reunited. You could have it over the fireplace. Yeah. Oh, best not the wax. <laughs> what the hell is that? That's Annika's leg. <laughs> That's Annika Rice's waxwork leg. Don't touch it. If you Google Wookiee Hole Madame Two Swords, you will see rows of decapitated heads gathering dust on a shelf. I suddenly had an urge to bring my head home. 
<laughs> I imagined a minibus full of rejected national treasures off on a, hol- on a journey to find their heads. Calling herself a national treasure there, Annika <laughs> was. I don't think you can self-appoint yourself with that title. I think we're going on a bear hunt meets Indiana Jones. I wanted to bring my head back to show my sons. <laughs> walking through the front door, clutching her waxwork head by the hair, like Medusa. (laughs) Rolling it down the hallway. She's back. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I wanted to bring my head back to show my sons, who still think I'm a builder because I spent so much time up a stepladder during their childhood. This would be my badge of honour. Look who your mum was, boys. I was someone! My search became a metaphor for my life. I was moved on from Madame Two Swords by security. My phone calls unanswered. It took me back to my teenage years when I was so invisible to my parents. I thought it was the only way to, the only way to get them to notice me was if I, I was sent to prison. What? (laughs) What is this? I took to shoplifting in a desperate attempt to be arrested and was taken home in a police car. I used to steal vast vast bras, size 46 double F, stuffing them into my school rucksack. Those bras had a life of their own. My geometry set fitted nicely into one cup, packed at lunch in the other. This has taken a right old turn. Annika's been in quarantine for quite some time. Imagine the journalists interviewing her and are just going on and on and on and on. Once I got lucky and Croydon was arrested, while I was being held by the Surrey Constabulary, um, I gave the performance of my life. I made a break for it, running down the high street. Now you know why I loved doing Celebrity Hunted so much. <laughs> what? When they asked me for my name, I this proudly gave it Wendy Method. She was the class bully and made my life hell. Agonisingly, though, they let me go and I went home on the bus. Um, The article (laughs) goes on and on and on (laughs) and on. What is she talking about? There's something about baby Annika's. I'm interested to know if she got the head, but she tried to get the head and Madame Tussauds moved her on, did they? I mean, it's utterly bizarre. The whole, the whole thing from start Despite to finish. Despite all these credentials, my waxwork search was proving fruitless. <laughs> <laughs> Madame Tussauds put up a wall of silence. On Twitter, I was told I'd been seen recently in a pile of bodies in a Blackpool storeroom, possibly next to Frank Bruno and the, all the crankies. <laughs> then another bizarre twist. A friend reckoned she'd see... A friend reckons she saw Bill Clinton at the RAF Museum in Shropshire, sitting in a tank. <laughs> another, saw they saw, another swore they saw Larry Grayson's head impaled on a rusty pitchfork outside Ramsay Bolton's castle on Game of Thrones. Do two swords have a lucrative trade selling off heads? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm a little way off this being my fate at the BBC. I love being one of the longest serving female broadcasters. If you slice me open, BBC would run through me like a stick of rock. My Radio 2 audience have known me all their life. When I was doing stand-up at the Backyard Comedy Club, there were queues around the block of people in their 30s who had grown up with me on television. I'm sorry. <laughs> More severely, I met several baby Annikas named after me in the 80s Good and 90s. Lord. Now they're in their 30s. We agreed collectively. It was an outrage my waxwork was missing. <laughs> it's like she's called the Annikas. <laughs> Annikas! And they all come through Stop. in the mist. <laughs> As Alan Bennett the said... The Annikas. Now, that's a horrifying film waiting to happen. 
They don't want to be associated with a lump of melted down wax. <laughs> no. As Alan Bannage said, keep on keeping on. This is a good mantra. After 43 years at the BBC, work gives me a rhythm, which I need my real head for. So, um, apparently, on 20th of March, Help, My Head's in a Wookie Hole, um, is a Radio 4 BBC Sounds series. Oh, my gosh. What an article. So, it's quite... It's quite um, there's twists, there's turns. That was very... That was exhausting, actually. Quite satisfying that that's our competition, if the new things are coming on BBC yes, Sounds. Yes, sure. Annika Rice trying to get her own waxwork head back. Sure. I'd join her. <laughs> you could be one of the Annikas. <laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> it was me, the Oh my gosh. You'll see here, and I just must show you. So you see Annika in this pink get-up suit. Oh yes, there she is. It was is. that leg. Right, that's a, that's a very blurry picture. It was that leg. It was that leg. So yeah. it was her right leg that fell off. Got it. But it was yeah. that very pink jumpsuit and that ladder. Yeah. <laughs> So my news from the north comes from Wales online. Perfect. Absolutely. Has anybody lost a peacock? <laughs> they do go on the road. It's not every morning you wake up and find a magnificent peacock in your garden. But that's what's happened to one Roos resident this week when he drew back the curtains and saw this splendid bird on the grass. <laughs> the householder, who lives near Fontgarry Inn, put the peacock in his glass house and called Anne Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Who runs the, the Barry Swan Rescue Centre? <laughs> so good, isn't it? The peacock is now at the centre, being cared for by staff, more used to dealing with stricken swans. Mrs Bird said, he's a very friendly peacock. We don't have a clue as to how he came to be in the garden. He's tame, which makes us almost think that he belongs to somebody who has a big garden. They can be very noisy. <laughs> if the peacock belongs to you, you can contact the Barry Swan Rescue Centre on 01446 745 306. And that is that. <laughs> <laughs> this news reminds me. So when we were growing up, we used to live near farms and like lots of, there was lots of livestock. We were always finding things in the garden. We had a horse in the garden. What? A couple of cows in the garden. Good sheep. heavens. They'd always escape. Mm. And mum would be like, stay in, there's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Get back, there's a Frisian in the garden. <laughs> I think some better fencing should have been looked into there. Oh, back then, we weren't very private. Well, it was just come and go as yeah. we were. It was a trailer park, of course. <laughs> Our garden was the farm. <laughs> um, Jules, do you want to play Would You Rather? Now, it is a bit of a COVID-19 themed, would you rather. Somebody um, also put online that COVID-19 fits perfectly to come on Eileen. Which I really enjoy. Which enjoyed. is, it's hard to get away from that once you know it. COVID-19. Jules, <laughs> would you rather be isolated with Jeremy Corbyn, Jeremy Clarkson or Jeremy Kyle? <laughs> 14 days as well. 14 days of self-isolation with Jeremy Corbyn, the current leader of the Labour Party, though soon to be on his way. Jeremy Clarkson, former top gearer. Twat. <laughs> <laughs> or Jeremy Kyle, also former twat. twat. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Don't 
definitely not Corbyn. Okay. Absolutely no chance. I think he'd keep himself to himself, though, you know. I think he's got a lot on as well. He'd probably I work from home. Row. Would you? I think we'd row. <laughs> I don't think I could even, like, tolerate anything. I think he'd be a bit messy. I think he'd leave, t- leave tea bags on the side, still on a spoon. Uh, I don't think he'd wipe the Lucy. Oh, I think gosh. he'd be gross. Oh, dear. Um, so then, I think... Jeremy Kyle, I just can't. Dad. No. He's so argumentative. And, and he, I don't like arguing. No. And also, he would know best. He'd be like, no, don't put that there. No, make sure you wear that mask. No, don't go out. No, don't sign for that delivery. He would know best. But you don't know that. You know, when you really think about it, that could have been a TV persona. Oh, absolutely. And actually, behind closed doors, he could just be one of big pussycat. Yeah. Or he might, he might just need well, petting. Well, could be an absolute laugh and a half. Yeah, he might yeah. be a right who, actually. Yeah. There might be a dark sign to Jeremy Kyle. Jeremy Clarkson, oh, I just hate him. No, he'd be unbearable. He'd, he'd moan. He could be a bit of a Gordon Ramsay, though. Well, I did think that for you. You know. I like, did wonder for you. He is a bit of a dilf, isn't he? Yeah. Well, no. No, no actually, actually no. no. Actually, I'm drinking a lot during this corona fiasco. Yes, well. So actually, the more you drink, the better the looks. So, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, that is true. I'm going to have to go with Jeremy Kyle purely for the leap of faith yeah. that he will be completely different behind closed doors yeah yeah he's a father isn't he he's caring oh, father yes he's a father yeah and he must also, be alright I mean the story I bet he likes a drink he wouldn't need it after the <laughs> yeah, career he's had yeah. <laughs> so you're going with Jeremy Kyle yeah yeah there the best of a very who I'll call Kyle yes as, as, as his at home name yes I'm sure he'd really enjoy that Jezza Jez or Kez. just Kyle Kez. JK <laughs> like that book Kez with the Kestrel yeah <laughs> Sure. Um, Portslough crew, we adore you. We adore you. We absolutely adore you for listening. We are going to try and pod as normal moving forward. There may be lockdowns coming in. There may be all sorts. We might not be able to do this IRL, but we will find a way. Oh, God, I really hope we can. Oh, my God, so do I. So do I. Surely this is considered essential travel. I mean, how else are we going to do it? That's it. Well, in France, you have to fill a form in if you want to leave the house. Imagine writing that. I've got to go and do my podcast. <laughs> well, if the people can go onto the radio and present their shows, we should be allowed to do Absolutely. our podcast. Absolutely. We shall see. And we shall see. You can write to us. We yes, love can. that. We love that. If you can. What's happening about the post? Who knows? But why not pop something in the post now? We may or may not see it in a few months' time. Also, touch note. Send us pictures yes. of you in like at home having fun. If you don't want to go to the post office, maybe something will get changed there. Yeah, Who yeah, knows? yeah. Have a go at touch notes. There's a bit of an app, isn't there? And or that's... look, if you can't post anything, we've always got the closed Portslough Crew Facebook. And group. look, there's never been a better time to join the closed Facebook group. If you just search Portslough Crew in Facebook or in Google now, I think as well, it'll pop up. We'll let you in. It'll Come and hang out in there. That's a really lovely place to hang out, actually. And, um, yeah, there's the most gorgeous people in there. You so can also organise Zooms with each other. Oh, yes. Well, I can't get into any no, of that, of we course. won't be there for that. No, but I you can't. can do that with I, each I, other. I get very confused about Zoom. Very, very confused. Again, if you do want to write, the address is... The Portslough Crew HQ. P.O. Box. Six. Six. Seven. Four. Seven. London. N. W. Five. Nine. G. H. Um, we do always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? It's an affirmation. Great. When you are living in a different frequency and energetic vibration, a lot of times people can't hear and understand what you are saying. They can only meet you as deeply as they have met themselves. 
Don't drain your energy continually trying to explain yourself. Oh my gosh. That was like a TED talk. Are you ready to believe? I believe. Port Sucre, look after yourself. Stay well. We love you very much. And we will see you next time. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.